Hello, friends. Welcome back to Bahati Life Podcast. It's your girl, Jessica Alexandria of Bahati Life. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. This conversation that we're going to have today is one that's very important. If you've been following me on my YouTube channel, and if you've been following me on Instagram and the rest of those accounts, you know that I've been talking a lot about some really difficult energies and entities that have been in the energies around us or in the environment around us. And whether we like it or not, it can show up full force in our intimate lives and impact us in ways that can be very personal and can really set us back. And this is why I wanted to really dive into a common topic, but a topic that I feel like we don't dive in deep enough into, and that is the idea of the evil eye. I'm pretty sure that you have heard about the evil eye. And if you haven't, I'll break it down for you really quickly. Basically, what the evil eye is, it's ill energy or bad juju, or bad vibes that are directed towards you. And this is something that we know does happen intentionally, but I also want to talk to you guys about how it happens unintentionally because that shows up all the time, and I really want to give you guys resources and give you guys information on how to protect yourself because, again, we're in some really... How do I say this? Um, I was going to say troublesome, but I don't feel like that does it justice. We're in some really crazy times right now. Anytime I pull the charts, I see it. I've been talking about it for a minute. And at the same time, we're in very energetically transformative times. And that means that we're going to see two sides of the coin. We're going to see the absolute dark in people, and we're also going to see the absolute light in people. And when and we'll also, let me take a step back, we'll also see both sides within one person. So it's not just one person showing up as shadow or one person showing up as light. These two traits exist in every single human being. And depending on how much effort that we're putting in to ourselves in being aware of it and working with it will depend on how we show up for others, how we show up for the world, how we show up for ourselves. So balance is essential. But either way, this is what happens when the evil eye shows up. Again, when it's directed at you, when it's directed at your business, when it's directed at your children, when it's directed at your life, intentionally and unintentionally. So the first thing where the evil eye shows up is where people are maliciously jealous about you or jealous towards you. They feel like you have something that they want. Sometimes this isn't unintentional. I'm sorry, sometimes this isn't intentional. It's just like a natural feeling that human beings have when they see something someone else has that they naturally want or that... They will inevitably manifest, but they're not there yet. And there's that natural sting of jealousy, that that feeling of, ah, I wish that was me. So that unintentional energy, that I, even though it's not 
planned out. It's it just shows up. That that eye towards you, that feeling towards you is directed and it's directing energy toward in your direction. And that evil eye, even though it's unexpected, even though it's unplanned, or maybe it's something that happens and occurs often with this person, it is energy, attention being directed towards your way, towards your energy, towards your aura. And that over time, if it builds up over time, it can absolutely have a, um, it, it can make some damage to your life. It can give you bad luck. It can give you bad juju. It can make a good thing fall apart. And the more that you have the evil eye, for example, if you're on social media, if you're around friends or um, an environment, a community, your school or your workplace where you're excelling in one area or you have something that someone or people want and they may be quietly celebrating you but also low-key judging you or envying you, those are things that will build up over time and it's very important. And I'll, I'll talk to you guys in the second half of this portion on how to protect yourself from the evil eye, but it's really important that you not only protect yourself from those type of energies, but also that you cleanse yourself regularly because just like they're not intentional, sometimes the person doesn't even realize that they're doing it. And may have some level of shame that they're even feeling this. So it may not be something that's so loud that you are aware of it, but it's still directed towards you. You'll know if the evil eye is on you when you talk about a blessing, you talk about a gift, you talk about something good within your life, and then three days later or a month later, the things that thing starts to crumble or it starts to show up in different ways. And you got to be really careful and cautious who you're talking to about your life and who you're sharing the details of your life with. In fact, one of the things that my family and my ancestors have always guided me towards is making sure that I keep my private life very private. And <laughs> that even came with its own twists and turns within my own personal life because the more that I would say, okay, this is off limits, people would be like, well, why, why aren't you sharing it? You know? Um, they, they Sometimes they say that they want to celebrate, they want to reward you, they want to be happy for you, but sometimes even the same people who are happy for you and excited for you then turn into people who become envious over you. So it's very important that you keep a lot of your blessings to yourself or that you're sprinkling them around or that you're at least discerning on who you're sharing this information with because, again, the evil eye can break down a good thing, but it can also block a blessing and it can start to cloud or muddy your aura, your energy around you with the bad juju that's being directed to you. And again, this could be unintentional, but still it's there. It's prevalent. It exists. So the next thing that I really want you guys to be aware of with how the evil eye shows up, it could be this um, like jokes and I feel like we don't talk about this enough because when we think about the evil eye, the first thing that we think about is, oh, jealous, a person who's jealous of you or speaks ill towards you or about you or whatever the case is. But I really want you guys to be very aware of how harmful we can be to ourselves. Yes, to ourselves. And the way that this shows up, the most common way that this shows up is self-deprecating comments, the humor that we use, the jokes um, even gossiping about others or gossiping about ourselves, spreading factual or maybe 
disinformation <laughs> about yourself. And why would people do that? Believe it or not, people do do that. I've seen it. I don't support it. Clearly, I, it doesn't make it doesn't logically make sense to me. That's not something that I would do. But I have seen it. Why this is so important and why this is so powerful and why I want to bring it to you guys today is because a lot of people say that they want the best for themselves, right? And I believe that they do. However, the words that they're using, the jokes that they're sharing, the things that they're saying are are the antithesis of that. Like they're 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 the polar opposite of that. They're the extreme of that. Their work the words that they're using is against what their spirit is calling them to manifest or the character that they should be showing, that this, the character that they actually are, but they do not showcase. And the reason why is because there's some type of blockage within them or there's some type of doubt or there's some type of resistance that is stopping them from showing up as their highest and greatest self. And the fact that they're joking about it is is creating a binding spell. It's creating a, a magical energy or mag- magical workings around them that is creating or magnetizing or attracting evil or bad juju their way simply by the jokes that they're saying. The other thing that I want you guys to be so hyper aware of is also the music that you're listening to. If you're not aware, music acts like a mantra, especially like a chorus. So what are you saying, saying, singing, hearing repetitively in your brain? I want you guys to be super aware of your favorite songs right now or what is currently trending on mainstream media. Why do I want you guys to be aware of this? Because again, this time in history is a very spiritually and psychologically and psychically sensitive time. And I'm very, very in tune and I'm very aware that the powers that be, and I'm saying that in air quotes for those of you guys that aren't able to watch this on the YouTube channel, but the powers that be know exactly what it is that they're doing. And they are preying on sensitive people. The shadow is preying on the light. And we have to be aware of this. Even in the spiritual community, the same things that were acting as medicine and the same things that are acting as solutions are now quickly becoming problems. And I don't feel like we're talking about that enough. And a lot of us will be like, well, how could that be in a spiritual in the spiritual community? Like we're we're doing we're of love and light and you know positive resources and divine awareness and spiritual evolution. And yes, of course, but. In every single person, there's going to be the equal parts shadow and light. And if we are not actively working on balancing both of those things, or if we get exhausted balancing those things, the worst sides of ourselves can show up. And sometimes uh, we don't have it the... You know, we don't have it in us to do the right thing or sometimes our, our own spiritual practices or maybe we're under a spiritual attack. And again, these are things that we're not intentionally trying to provoke within ourselves or we're not trying to be bad people. But again, it's it's energy and it's an imbalance in energy, which which definitely happens. If you guys hear any breathing in the background or squeaking, Nova just showed up and she is excited for reasons I'm not aware of. Maybe she's just excited to be here. I love you. You guys, she's getting so big. Every day I look at her and I'm just like, are you even the same dog? And then I let her run out into the yard to make her peepees and boobies. And I'm telling you, she comes back a foot taller. (laughs) Like, 
she grows every time she comes back into the house and she'll be gone for like five minutes because this dog does not leave my side in pure Adobe fashion. Anyways, you guys, so just really truly be aware of the humor, the jokes, the gossip that you're indulging in maybe out of sheer boredom because words are very, very powerful. And if you're making sarcastic comments against yourself, against your friends, against your family, even if it's a joking thing, I would just be very aware because you are unintentionally creating a bad curse against them. You're creating bad juju. You're binding them from receiving the blessings or you're binding yourself from receiving the blessings that you rightfully deserve. I can't believe that I almost forgot to include <laughs> my favorite point and my favorite word of caution, which is projections. People projecting their wishes, their hopes, and their expectations on you that is, believe it or not, that acts as an evil eye. Isn't that crazy? Projections are when people have expectations for, or they take their own reality, their own hopes, wishes, and they they throw it onto someone else. They project it onto the other person, kind of like a mirror, a mirror effect. And how this ends up being the evil eyes because their own expectations, their own wishes, what they would want for you, what they would desire for you is then poured over into your energy field. And if you do not meet that expectation, if you do not um, reflect back to them what they are hoping to see, there's some era, there's some bit of information that that creates a belief about you, about your path, about your plan, about you as a person, your character, whatever the case is. And that can easily, anytime we have energy directing towards something, that can easily create a binding spell. It's how they would want you to show up for them. It's how what they would want for you. And what I think we don't talk about enough, again, is these projections, believe it or not, how they become so evil is they, they the, the, the reason why it's so powerful and so poisonous is because they come from people that it is that we really genuinely trust and care about. For example, a common thing is our parents or our family or our best friends or our partner or even we may do it to other people where we know that someone is quote-unquote full of potential or we have our own needs, wishes, hopes, and desires, but for a relationship or for someone to show up in some way, but when they don't do that, we then get disappointed. We then get frustrated. We then feel abandoned or we feel like we're expecting, like we need something in return, when in reality it's our own selfish wants, wishes, and desires that we're then projecting onto another person. And that that energy, that disappointment, that expectation, again, creates a binding spell, okay? So just be very, very fully 1,000% aware of people's projections and, and how they can impact you and implant into you. The next thing that I want to talk to you guys about when it comes to the evil eye is an even more deeper problem, which is generational curses. And this is a really tough one, but this is something that I feel I'm very proud that our spiritual community lately has become way more enlightened on and has been exploring greatly. 
my generation, and I'm the gen- I'm 34 at the time of me talking to you guys today, but we are going to therapy more than ever, and communities that would never even explore therapy are now proudly, <laughs> you know, broadcasting it. Like, yo, let me tell you what my therapist said today, y'all. Yo, she crazy. She called me out on my bullshit. Like, (laughs) that's literally the conversations that my friends and I have. Or if we're not going to a therapist and we got a life coach or we're taking accountability, we're taking responsibility for our actions, man, we're actually trying to do better. When the generations before that, they were so, so stuck on survival mode that they did not have the same luxuries that we have where we are... spiritually being spiritually directed whether we like it or not in order to do the work okay we're not allowed to just skirt by with our bullshit anymore we have to do the work and we are calling out those who are not doing the work okay at the same time you guys this is amazing absolutely amazing but those general generational curses those spells that were spoken over your ancestors, the family that has come before you, from people who do not like them for for things that they have done, good or bad, in in their time frame and in their lifespan, which everybody has their stories, man. I know my family definitely has it. But even when you point a finger at someone or you say your your children will be cursed or you say something and you point your direct energy towards a person, that can really bleed into their lineage. If you are someone who experiences blockages in one area of your life or your family has the same type of blockages in an area of your life, I guarantee you have some some sort of generational curse that you are going to want to work on. Now, in this video, I am not going to dive into generational curses because we are that would be the most extensive conversation you guys know I could talk forever about magic. I could talk forever about esoteric symbolism. I could talk forever about spirituality. I could talk forever about curses and magic and all that other stuff. So we're not going to do that. And I also have a video about that on my YouTube channel already. Um, And I also have magical workings in my apothecary for those of you guys that need to start breaking those curses. Okay. But when you have a generational curse, you'll see it. It'll keep showing up this pattern that keeps showing up as far as broken marriages toxic addictions, and it is part of it, 1,000% will could be genetics, and it, the other part could be how we nurture ourselves, and the other part is the spiritual aspect, and it's what has been spoken over your life, and you can easily and freely break yourself from those, from those curses, but you first need to be aware, okay? The second thing when it comes to generational curses that I really want to talk to you guys about is the learned behaviors, which I briefly just mentioned, but one of the things that specifically stands out to me is a perfect example is this idea of like helplessness. People who also believe that they are asking for too much or too much of a burden. The the people that believe that they always have to work, 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 work. Or the other belief too that money is evil. That's a very common one. And that people who do have money, that they are bad. And that that mentality, that belief, even though the family wants you to be good and prosperous and it's a good thing to be abundant, that idea, that generational curse, or this belief that your family holds or that you may subconsciously be fighting with will act as a blockage to your own blessings, to your own abundance. Money, again, is that's a whole other thing. We could talk about that in another podcast. Please let me know if you would like to receive that from me. But money is not inherently evil. The intentions behind the person who has the money 
reflects their vibe and what their intentions are, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not the money that's the problem, it's the person. But we don't want to have that conversation, now do we? <laughs> so, and I do understand that there are, money does change people or things definitely change people. Power changes people. The ability to control or manipulate is can seen as a bad thing. But also if you think about it, manipulation is magic. It's us setting our intention but you want to make sure that you're coming from a place of pure intention and not evil intention, okay? So generational curses is another way that the evil eye can show up. The other thing that I want to talk to you guys about, and this is my last point, and I'm pretty sure it's point number five, is the unknown. And this is where it's just the dark side of the universe. Like it's the mysteries of the universe, the shadows of the universe. And this is where we really, I'm, and I don't feel like we talk about this at all. I haven't heard anybody talk about this. But it's the unknown evil. It's the unknown. Like, where does it come from? The fact that people are so, like, they don't know, they don't have an answer means that they don't even want to talk about it because everybody wants to have an answer for everything. But the reality is, is like, do we even know shit? Like, can we talk about that, you know? Yeah, there's, there is evil energy that just exists. Yeah, the unknown. It's the unknown energy. It's the things that we have no idea what we walked into. No, well, if you're in a room or staying in a hotel or the area of that you live in or the, just a, a, a spook or a haunt or something like that or wherever it is that it comes from, guys, that evil energy does exist too. And that's you know, I don't want to say it's like an exorcism, but you have to cleanse that space. You have to cleanse that energy and you'll know because you just will have bad luck that follows you, honey, and you need to spiritually protect yourself. We are in very spiritually, psychically, psychologically vulnerable times. And if you are not protecting yourself, whether you're in the public eye or you're not, it doesn't matter. If you're on social media or if you're not, it doesn't matter. You need to be protecting yourself. And the more that you are on social media or in the limelight or you have family or friends, the more people who are aware of your blessings or the more people that are aware that you're living and breathing, the more you need to set up um, protection around yourself. Which brings me to my next point. How does one protect themselves? Um, that's a good question. I was thinking just now, should I take a break for an ad? Uh, yeah, I will. So this video is, or this podcast and this video is sponsored by Dossier Perfumes. Yes, they are very delicious, extensive selection of perfumes for my kings and my queens out there that like to spritz, spritz, spritz themselves in the mornings and afternoons and night times. They say, do not, Jessica, do not mention that they are knockoffs of any other designer perfumes. But between you and me, because y'all know I like to keep it real. <laughs> I'm not saying that they're knockoffs. Because there's nothing wrong with a good knockoff, honey. But I will say that even on their website, and even if you type in something like Chanel or Tom Ford, you'll see that Dossier pops up right next to that with their own variation of a very quote-unquote similar perfume. So you tell me. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, they're offering our my viewers 10% off or $10 off. I can't remember. I'm literally the worst at this, you guys. Off of your purchase. 
And the coupon code for that is 10BahadiLife. And if you don't know how to spell Bahati Life, what is you doing? I'm just kidding. If you don't know how to spell Bahati Life, it's B as in boy, E-H-A-T as in tiger, I-Life, L-I-F-E. So 10, the number 10, life. And that's for either $10 or 10% off your order. And I do, <gasps> guys, you know what? I don't suck at this. I actually have it right here. Dossier. Let's see. So I chose powdery coconut. It has top notes of cardamom, pistachio, bergamot. The middle notes are ylang ylang, tuberose, jasmine, and the base notes are cedarwood, amber, um, benzoin, and coconut. And then I also have a second one here. Oh, I guess I should advertise it. Boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. If you're on the podcast right now, I just um, displayed it. But like I was saying, you guys, they do say, even in the box I'm looking at, it says iconic sense, designer quality, no markups. So... If you do have your favorite designers, I'm just saying, and if you don't have a favorite designer, then just follow your intuition. Again, 10% off or $10 off <laughs> your order at Dossier. Dossier. Okay, I'm taking your football. All right, so now that we did that, how do you protect yourself from the evil eye? First things first is something that's very common, and that's talismans. Those are little tokens, little things that we carry on our body or put around our house. And I'm sure you guys have seen it. There's the evil eye actual thing. It's like a blue eye. And that is to protect you. For those of you guys that don't know, that is to protect you from those who look at you and then have blue eyes. And there you also, you can look for those to protect yourself from those who have green eyes or those who have brown eyes. So little talismans like that are very protective. I have my own things that I carry around at my altar or hang around my house. For example, I do have alligator heads around my place. I have alligator heads around my altar. The hand of God, the Hamsa, is another really awesome token, talisman. These are things I'm thinking of at the top of my head. You do an X, and X is really largely protecting. It also can like cross certain things out of your life. Do your research on your own legacy. What speaks to you? What have your people used? Don't just look towards other cultures and take them. What does your culture bring to the table when it comes to protection? So, and that's just talismans. The next thing that I really suggest is that you cleanse your energy regularly with things like dragon's blood. I know that we live in a society right now in our world where a sage and palo santo is trending and fine. By all means, cleanse yourself of that regularly using actual smoke or the essential oil. Do it to it. But dragon's blood is one of my favorite. You can find it in an incense. You can find it in a powder, a resin. I offer it in my shop. I use it in one of my most powerful protection oils. Shout out to Bahati Life Apothecary. Shameless self-promotion there. But there's a reason why I I created that as well as my Egyptian ancestor oil. That came to me in a dream because my ancestors started really talking to me clearly through my dreams and through prophetic messages and clear messages that were like, Jess, there is malicious entities around you right now and it's time for you to take this more seriously. You can't put this off on the back burner. There's only so much. Well, they're very protective, of course, but you need to also arm yourself 
your body, anoint yourself, your altar, your work, and regularly cleanse your energy or you're going to have a buildup or you're going to start welcoming in and experiencing major blockages even if you're manifesting, even if you're working your magic, you'll find that it's just like you're just so frustrated or things just keep crumbling or there's always a problem or your dog just keeps pulling on your socks while you're trying to talk on this awesome, amazing podcast, Nova. All right. Next way to break up the energy and to protect yourself from the evil eye is to work your candle magic, honeys. Come on. You guys know I'm the queen of petition work, which is my next point. And also candle magic. Sprinkle those powerful herbs. And if you guys need to know like three major of my favorite herbs to work with, frankincense, myrrh, and dragon's blood are fantastic for candle magic. I have my own special blend that I use and that I work with when I'm creating a fixed candle. My banished candle is everything honey and also my healing waters um, candle is very, very powerful for that, but I would really work on banishing when it comes to working the evil eye and to burn that mother for seven days or nine days if you can. The next thing that I really highly recommend is anointing your body with a healing oil or protection oil. I'm not going to share any recipes for that, but again, my Egyptian ancestor oil is fantastic for that. Or if you find a healing oil that you vibe with, that you create for yourself or that your own ancestors have used, girl, boy do it to it protect yourself every day and put it on the back the base of your neck don't miss one week when it comes to that minimum the other thing that i really want you guys to be aware of when it comes to protecting yourself from the evil eye is awareness how can you know there's a problem or if how can you fix a problem if you don't know that it's there and the reality is, is that awareness is simply you even being called to listen to this podcast right now, or you being called to watch this video right now. If you have people around you, friends, family, you must protect yourself right now. It's 2022. This is the year of harmony and alignment, which yes, of course, there's a good side of that, but there's also the, tro- the troublesome and the problematic side of that. Awareness and knowledge is key. So if you are also on social media, If you are happy, (laughs) even if you're not happy, if you're cute, if you got a big booty, if you got cute toes, if you got a, a good relationship, if you have a child, protect your children, you guys. You just protect yourself. You have something someone wants, I promise you. Protect yourself from this by being aware that you are blessed. Awareness is key. The next thing that I would really highly recommend is by um, getting uh, Reiki work. One thing that I was very doubtful and skeptical about, just because I'm so cautious, but Reiki work is so, well, I've always known this. My mom is a Reiki master, so I know the powers of Reiki and energy work. It's very phenomenal. I was, was, though, kind of skeptical about how people were going to be using it on the internet, but I have had really good results with people doing Reiki work, energy work through YouTube or cord cutting rituals. So there's some people who actually do a really good job. And then there's some people who just, you know, they could just work on a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. And that's all part of the process. I'm not hating on a player. I'm just saying. 
just keeping it keeping it 100 with you guys another thing that it is i definitely feel is regular chakra clearing one of my favorite things to do is to use something like a pendulum in order to check in with all of my chakras which ones need some balancing if your chakra is off balance or not aligned you're going to open yourself for more problems and make yourself more vulnerable to bad energy and the last thing that is that I wanted to talk to you guys about of course was cord cutting which I've already mentioned and those are things that you can do by going to a person who is actually does energy work or you visualize it yourself and if you guys would like me to do a guided meditation when it comes to cord cutting please let me know I'll be able to do that so anyways that's definitely the video that and the podcast that it is that I wanted to share with you guys today it felt very important and I felt very called and guided to share this with you um please excuse the messiness of my puppy just kind of bouncing around in the background she's still growing and I just I love her shenanigans but I'm sure it's not the most professional setting but also it's progress not perfection am I right anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in Please share this podcast if you love it or this video if you love it. Make sure that you are following Bahati Life. And make sure that you're not um, falling victim to these scammers out here because they are out here, yo. They are out here. We don't want them thriving. No, 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 no. That's evil. That's that's no, no good. All right, guys. I'm sending you all my love, and then I'll see you in my next video my next podcast. I'll talk to you later. Bye.